0: Hey everyone, welcome to our 11th ever episode of the Lagging Behind podcast. I am back, I am your host, Squiggy, and I am joined, as usual, by Slazo and Laura. Hello, you two fantastic people.
1: Hello. <laughs> I thought Slazo
0: and Laura... I was, I was <laughs> waiting for you to go. Yeah, you are waiting. far too polite.
2: <laughs> I, in all honesty, like, I was waiting for Laura to go first, but then after a few seconds, I was hoping she'd just join me in just staying silent and seeing how you'd react. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'll just sit there in silence. It's like, well, I can edit this part out. <laughs>
2: that's, good. Uh, that's, yeah, true. Curse I'm you not editing that now,
0: though. We're keeping the politeness in, like how polite you uh, are. No, after you. After you. No, you say hello first. No, you say hello first.
3: Hello. And that's all I've got.
0: No, no, you say hello first.
1: She, she hello. did.
0: <laughs> okay, fair enough. So how are you both this lovely week?
1: Cold.
2: It's, it's yeah, you're not the only one. It's been surprisingly nippy today. But uh, yes, otherwise... I Doing fine. This is like the second podcast that we've got today, so I'm going to be all podcasted out by the end of it.
0: You're you're a podcast pro or a podcast I'm hall? A, I'm not sure. I, which mean,
2: I was expecting the latter one to be what you said. So no, wh- wh- I'm, I'm glad, glad you nice didn't podcast. disappoint.
0: <laughs> you podcast hall. So anyway, it's, yeah. a new, it's a new podcast. It's a new two weeks, so I we may as well talk about what we've been playing over these past two weeks. Um, so there's a, again, you are top of my list as per oh. usual because I don't edit that one part.
2: Uh, Thanks, Bay. You
0: can go first. So
2: so I have played a tiny bit of a Sonic Mania, which will be our episode 15 game. So I won't really go into that, but I've done the Green Hill Zone, the first zone of that, and it's uh, it's a 2D Sonic game. So, yep, there you go. That's my comments on that. Uh, Other than that, uh, I finally finished off Final Fantasy VII Remake. That's now done though. The final chapter of that is garbage and is... The kind of crap that Nomura pulls in Kingdom Hearts Where it's just wibbly, wibbly, woo Here's some Here's some dream boss battles But at the end of the first arc Of the game, so it makes no sense uh, it's, it's, it's I still had fun like, And I'm looking forward to trying out The New Game Plus stuff at some point Because now I can you can go back into individual chapters And you can kind of see The the plot arc I guess, not plot arc um like how you can trigger different choices and stuff like that. So I'm looking forward to getting into that at some point. Uh, but with that get beaten, I also moved uh, back to playing Persona 5 Royal. So I'm now making my way through the second part of that game, as it were. So to the the second palace. Uh, I thought I might have more problems getting back into it because it's been like four months since I did the first palace. But uh, as long as you save like, between the arcs, it's pretty easy to just slip back in because there's no major plot beat you really need to keep up with. And uh, it also helps us it's still introduce new mechanics at this point. So there's the updated Mementos now with Jose, who's an interesting character. The Thieves' Den, which is kind of like a weird customizable space where you can have like your own music and models of game stuff and learn more of the lore and play card games. It's, it's neat. It's like if you're into Persona, then it's neat. If you're not, then you're probably just going. That seems like a waste of time. But. That's uh, that's, that's pretty much it. JRPGs and Sonic mainly. Oh, and you know, Gacha games because the summer hell grind that was trying to get Jolter in Fate Grand Order. Thank God that's over. There, there you go. That's that's games, yo.
0: That's games. Lots of games and Sonic.
2: Yep, because Sonic isn't a game. Sonic.
0: Sonic is a way of life.
2: Sure. Yes. Let's um... go with that one.
0: Yeah, we'll go with that one. And then should we go to Laura? Because you always play a selection of games. Thank
2: Laura's you. on
1: fire recently. Give
2: her Laura a is
0: like the gaming queen.
1: I mean, I appreciate this build up, and then this is where I'm like, I've not really played much, but no, <laughs> I've played I've, this I've, one game. Um I've done Warzone FIFA Fall Guys, you know, the usual combo. Fall Guys are nearly max level now, which is quite nice.
2: Um, I still need to do that. Like I think I'm like 15, 20 levels off, and there's a month yeah. left, so I should probably get on that.
1: That would be a good plan, because I'm, I'm, I am I'm forgot that it's limited, so I need to get on that, because now I'm like, oh, no, what if I never play it again, and I won't get it?
2: Well, um, you've got until October for oh, sorry, the medieval season yeah, two. So
1: I will be max level, and then I get to be all the medieval stuff, which looks amazing, by the way, which means Fall Guys will continue to be mentioned in this segment by me for at least another four or five episodes. Um, Obviously, ooh, I'm trying to think. I did a little bit of Gears, still thinking that it's hard to find games. So I say a little bit of Gears. I get bored of trying to find games and just give up, but I have, I've done a couple of free-for-alls. Um, oh, okay, okay. So I've tried battle codes that come out, the reboot.
2: Heck um, yeah, I've been interested in that. What do you, what do you think?
1: <laughs> Please. Right, so I was selling it. I the only, I was The only thing I was mad about at first was because there's co-op, but it's couch co-op. And in this day and age, I don't think there's no excuse for not online co-op. Especially as this game is quite simple and it feels like it would be fine on online co-op. You know what I mean? So that's yeah. one thing. I was uh, was a little bit irksome, but I've played it. I love the humor. There's loads of jokes. Like there's like a scene where they're like someone when basically all the Battletoads have gone and got real jobs after being a hit game in the 90s. And there's like a little fun segment. Like he overhears his colleague talking at the water cooler saying, you know, what no one wants to see stuff rebooted from the 90s. We're all over that and stuff. when he's all sad. You know, because he's no longer here, and like you know that sort of cheeky humor style that you get in some games, probably like Saints Row. Hence why I like it. Um, but basically, it's all fun and games with platforming segments and like side scrolling them up. And then all of a sudden, there's random mini game segments that don't really inspire me with joy. Um, there's one where it doesn't really tell you what you're doing. And it's like several mini game mini mini games in a mini game, and you got to do them in a certain time and uses all the buttons and doesn't give you any instructions it just kind of throws at you that's quite complicated and frustrating there's also basically do you guys remember geometry wars yes there's basically a couple of levels in this that are basically if geometry wars got even wilder um That is in there. They can be frustrating. A lot of stuff coming at you. You're darting all over the place.
2: So more like a bullet hell game or still in control?
1: You're still in control and stuff. But I'm just... Maybe because obviously they're short little segments at the end. It gets more frantic than I've ever remembered Geometry Wars being. I mean, maybe I just didn't get that far on Geometry Wars, which is also possible. But all in all, Battletoads is a fun game that everyone should play, to be honest unless they have like a low tolerance of being frustrated by games, because then the mini-games would like kill them.
2: I, I have it downloaded, but like with a bunch of Game Pass games, I haven't had a chance yet to properly sit down and play for it.
1: I mean, that's fair. Um, I'm trying to think what else to play. Obviously, Game Pass is my source of games at the moment. I did uh, some World War Z um, for the first time. That's fun. I mean, to be fair, I I say it's fun. It's like an average game. I don't... There's Like, the zombie genre to me is... you. you it's hard to mess up.
2: I, I don't know. That kind of... I mean, you'll probably have a different day in it, but I, that kind of thing's never appealed to me. Like, if I want to go down that path, I'll play, either you know, like a Resident Evil or a Left 4 Dead, rather than World War, rather than those kind of, like, base building. I what, assume it's what, base building. No, no, no. Thing. It's
1: more, it's more oh, like okay. you're going through levels. It's more Left 4 Dead-y, I would say. It is just... It's just oh, shit! Is everyone. that the... Oh, I'm
2: sorry. I'm it's going... One, yeah. one... The There's one so many games that end with about, Z, I'm being a uh, moron. Um, yes. When did I one I mean, it?
0: it was a while back.
2: I do remember this now. Yes, sorry, this is the, this, the left for death. Is this the one where the zombies can make, like, human pyramids? Yeah, yeah, you should. Sure. Yeah. Right, yeah. I, okay, sorry. Ignore my previous comments. This game looked amazing. I really wanted to play it, but it was expensive, so I didn't buy it.
1: It's on Game Pass, so...
2: You're selling it to me.
1: <laughs> yeah, so there is that. Um, it's fun. I, I, I can't fault it. Obviously, you don't go in expecting, like... To be blown away or anything, but it does what it says on the tin, you know, you're in areas all of a sudden you're like swarmed by a lot of zombies. Um Yeah, and there's fun. There's like the areas where you have to set up to defend certain bits, and there's like a mortar you can use, and you could put down automatic turrets and stuff like that. That's quite cool. I like that vibe. I also like the running for my life vibe, which seems to happen a lot on some bit. But yeah. I also enjoyed the variety of characters. I don't know if Squiggy enjoyed that, but it's nice to have a little bit of options and customization, a little bit.
0: Yeah, I suppose it's a bit like, I can't remember Left 4 Dead probably, but Left 4 Dead was like that where you played different, did you play different characters through different parts of it? Or was it just one full story? I can't remember. There as well.
2: were there are different characters and Left, there's a, like, it's not a massive full story, but there is like a loose connection from campaign to campaign, but there's no like uniqueness to characters or anything. They all play yeah. the same.
0: Yeah, but this this was alright. Um, yeah, I I quite liked Will Wuzzy when I played it. It was it wasn't brilliant, and I think if I paid like full price for it, because I know it's out on the Switch or it's coming out on the Switch at some point.
2: Yeah, and, I want to say it's on Epic Game Store. I think.
0: Yeah, it's Epic Game Store, and I think if I paid more than probably thirty thirty five quid for it, I'd be disappointed. Um, I think it's a thirty quid game. It's it's decent. I liked it um whether i'd go back and play it again probably not whereas left for dead i probably would play again in a few I, times i over. Fact,
3: still do every
2: now and yeah. then <laughs> yeah i
0: mean i've still got it on my pc just in case i get the itch to play it but world war z i think i deleted it straight away when i finished right
1: that's fair um i also did some f1 2020 because it was a free play weekend on that um f1 games seem like they've got the formula perfected at the moment from what i played a bit getting to create your own team and be a drive for it little interview options for customization of upgrading the factory get to sign your co-driver i signed um i think it's mick schumacher isn't it michael, jo- uh, michael, Sch- michael jordan michael michael schumacher's son or i think he was the driver i signed um that's really fun and i don't think i don't know how they're going to better that experience because it seems like they've smoothed out all the kids felt very realistic i didn't have a very annoying um engineer telling me to pit and talk to me all the time you can actually control how often they talk to you which is nice
0: is it still like, the geordie engineer it's not no oh that's that the best awesome. thing about this one
1: he felt similar but i feel like he's geordie accents either weaker or they have changed it because they weren't oh. nice as but you can tell this one to quiet and down and talk to you less and stuff, which I think is a fantastic in-game option. Because sometimes <laughs> they're like, sometimes they're like, "Oh, so and so is like forty-three seconds behind you." I'm like, "Cool, good." Is this relevant to me? But um, yeah, but that's been cool that you can do that. Uh, I did some more. Is it Call of Duty Modern Warfare Two that come with PS Plus last month?
3: Yes,
2: Modern Warfare. Some-
1: I did some more of that, still not triggering. I I did play it originally. I even looked this up. I've just got nothing, nothing's coming back to me as I'm playing it. But I'm enjoying it. Uh, Hang on. I I was about
2: to say, hang on. So you remember the campaigns of 007 games perfectly, but Modern Warfare, you're like, nope, it's gone.
1: Yeah, something's gone wrong with my memory. There's some memory (laughs) issues. And for some reason, this is one of the games that have suffered. But I'm playing it again. I'm enjoying it. Like I said, when I spoke about this on the last podcast, it is kind of like, oh, I remember COD being format, uh, formulaic, this sort of formula you went with and stuff like that. But it doesn't make it any less enjoyable. I can see why people got sick of it, because it's like the same thing, but different skins, different wars, adding a few new tech skills. But um, Are yeah, you I'm- telling me
2: you're not excited for Call of Duty Cold War? Black Ops Cold War,
1: sorry. Um, I'm not not excited i mean i'm not thrilled about buying it at launch or anything like that because it isn't it so many quid if you want it across both consoles in the future yeah. like that. yeah i'm not thrilled about that it has sort of dampered a little bit i'm intrigued the fact that they put they announced zombie mode had returned and my dumb ass didn't realize zombie mode had left that yeah. was cool <laughs> um yeah i mean it cod is cod i i'm not one of these people that fanboys out about it but then you look at my shelf and you'll see a lot of cod games there yeah you'll i look just- I
0: just care about COD multiplayer. So with like this is more recent stuff, but obviously with Cold War saying that Warzone's carrying over, I don't think I'm really bothered by uh, Cold War because I'll just carry on playing Warzone. As you've as you've probably realised, every time we talk about what I've been playing, I think I've played Warzone yeah. pretty much every week, every two weeks. So for me, that's all I care about with that. But yeah, Modern Warfare 2 I love that campaign. I think I preferred the original Modern Warfare but Modern Warfare 2 was really good as well. It doesn't, have, it doesn't have like a Gillies in the Mist one. Yeah, I remember um, Modern... Go on, sorry. No, what were you going to say?
2: No, I was just going to say, I think I probably would have the same issue with like, all I don't remember a lot of Modern Warfare 2's campaign because I remember playing it and I enjoyed it, but I also do remember thinking this feels like more of one rather than something new. And then the year after that was Black Ops, which was like, holy shit, this is different and interesting. So I think Black Ops kind of made me forget Modern Warfare 2. That makes sense.
1: But. Yeah, that does. Because, like I said, I do have a like they blur. Like I say, I don't remember it, and I haven't had that memory when I, was like, oh, I remember doing this. But I feel like it's kind of all blurred together in my head. That's what happens with CODs, and it, yeah. part of me feels it's happened with the Gears franchise as well. I do think you get to a point where you get so many similar things, you're like, oh, I thought that happened in this game, and then you're like,
2: yeah. that's that's fair. I mean, I I I could mock you, but then I was thinking about I'm like, we're in 2020 now. That, there's a bit of COD every year, pretty much. That's like 14 Call of Duty campaigns. <laughs>
3: See,
0: I couldn't tell you anything from any of the campaigns apart from Modern Warfare and Modern Warfare 2. Which
2: you, do not? you not remember Black Ops?
0: No. Nah, the remember numbers, any of it.
2: Mason. The numbers.
0: Nope. I just remember Mason. I don't remember any oh, okay. of the campaign, but I remember missions from 1 and 2. I don't remember those, but I remember more from 1 and 2 than anything. Like one, uh, I think in the first one, you had to like knock all the lights out and go in dark in some houses. And One Warfare yes. 2, you had the, the snow mission early on where you got on the skis. But not the skis. But, um, what's it called? The, the, the snow, snow jet ski. Snow, the snowmobile. <laughs> that's snowmobile. it. Snow skis! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that mobile, that automobile that takes you through the snow. A snowmobile. <laughs> um, but that's, all, that's what I remember, whereas any other COD campaign after that couldn't tell you anything.
2: Well, I remember Black Ops, which was the numbers. I remember Black Ops 2, which was like not really choose, it had more choice, like you could have things go right or wrong, so you had like an actual slight variation in the campaign. And then I don't remember any of it. The- oh, I guess Infinity was in space, maybe. But I didn't really play much of that.
0: Infinity, yeah, Infinite Warfare was in space. I remember that one, actually. That one! Because <laughs> it had Jon Snow and Lewis Hamilton in it.
3: Did it? Oh, shit, yeah. okay.
0: <laughs> but
2: sorry, Laura, we were, you were talking about games, you are playing.
1: Whole but it's fine, it's fine, I can recover. Um, I also did a bit of State of Decay 2, Juggernaut Edition. I didn't do enough to really give you any more opinion on it other than the voice acting is really bad and I really can't unhear it or see it. Like, it's just... What do you... it I can't remember if i
2: asked you this before because I can't remember if you talked about it before. What do you think of State of Decay? Because obviously I know in the Xbox presentation from a month or two back, <laughs> they was like, State of Decay 3. and I'm like, whoa, that franchise is on number three. Never played one.
1: I go back to what I basically said about World War Z with Zombies it doesn't do anything particularly wrong and it's, like, got all separate stories for you to follow and stuff and it's, I I, I don't know, I feel like if you watch Walking Dead and really, like, story-driven zombie stuff then this may be more for you but it's still, like, an action game but you know what I mean, they're really selling it on the little individual stories and where you are but, I don't know, I I just thought it all was a bit average what i've played of it so far like i don't really feel like i'm overwhelmed by zombies the zombies don't seem particularly unique i know that sounds a bit weird but you, you, we've played enough games where they've tried to do different things with zombies i look at the last of us technically i
2: was gonna say the so, last of can... us is a story driven zombie game
1: <laughs> no but you you see what they've actually tried to do the zombies are yeah. different. the zombies in this are more like hey generic zombie horde but here's a is it, story so I... is it
2: more like um
1: well one of the stories so, like days these gone a little bit more this more okay it, Cause it's like this couple have broken up, and you're like getting to see them try to the reminisce, and they're just squabbling when you're finding stuff. Like it's just that sort of thing. Right. Um, I, it hasn't got me hooked yet, but maybe uh, more a player might get a little bit hooked in. Um, I think the only thing else I can think I have played in the last two weeks uh Sea of Thieves, which I'm now sailing the '70s. and yeah, being you, guys up by a... my crew. you guys but... seem to have been on.
2: You guys seem to be on a real uh, Sea of Thieves kick, which just came out of nowhere.
1: We decided that we hadn't played it, and um, well, Squeaky we played it, but we hadn't. I always wanted to play it with people, and I had a conversation with someone else we know, and they were like the same. And then I was like, we' do you want to go sail the seven seas?" And that's what we and did. I am like,
0: a pirate master.
1: And then when we started playing it, he's like, "You know, I'm not that good at it because <laughs> I'm Irish." <laughs> Howdy, Um, No, um, but basically, he we did a couple of missions. Uh, yeah, we we need to set sail again, really, but um. It was a it was fun, to be honest. We ruined the guy's day by the fact he then pursued us for ages. <laughs> uh, I think got locked up in the brig for triggering this guy's angry episode by Squiggy and that. um and throwing yeah. water and drowned. That was nice when they drowned me. <laughs> but aside from that,
0: I had nothing to do with that part. Episode.
1: Squiggy launched it because he was the only one who knew how to lock people up just for the record. But,
0: um, yeah, that's everything I've been playing. So, yeah. I mean, I've got nothing really much more to add to that, to be honest. I've played Warzone, Sea of Thieves, Fall Guys, in FIFA. Um, but, yeah, like, Sea of Thieves for me, because obviously I played it when it first came out. Like, I was obsessed with it when it first came out. I think I played it at least twice, maybe three times a week. Um, it's just so It was so much fun just sailing around. And then it got a little bit boring because... We kind of did a lot of the the main missions and there wasn't much going on at that point, but then they brought out a few expansions. Um, and I think one of the first things we did was one of the new kind of, not a fortress, but a new sort of boss sort of thing where the guys are cursed, um, where we killed the guy and killed the bloke who helped us kill him and took all this stuff, which was fun. But that's the first time I've seen them. But I used to love doing fortresses where basically they appear on the map and... As many people can go there, and whoever obviously kills all the different waves of enemies and comes out with the loot gets it. But you can kind of like time it and sabotage people. So you can kill them just as they're leaving and take all the loot, or you can work with someone and like split the loot. We never did that. But it's, yeah, I really enjoyed Sea of Thieves, and we just kind of stopped playing because there wasn't much to do in it. But now I think there's a little bit more. Well, I hope there's a bit more.
2: Well, it has been updated relatively consistently for like two years now. I don't know how old it is.
0: Uh it's more than two years old, I think. Oh bloody hell. I'm really interested. I'm gonna quickly google it. Just to see how old it is. You and me both. Uh,
2: 2016.
0: Two years.
2: Okay, two and a half years. Oh mine's just twenty sixteen. What? Twenty
0: eighteen, sorry. Twenty eighteen. 2018. Yeah, 2018. <laughs> two and a half years. <laughs> give or take.
2: Corona's gotten to
3: you, boy.
0: Yeah. Yeah, but there's um actually they've they've updated it quite a bit. We did Hunger and Deep. And I think we did curse sales. And I think we might have done a couple more then it's kind of stopped after Christmas, I think. But it was fun. there's a new update coming out soon where you can get dogs, like a pet dog. Well, I that. that's
3: me out. <laughs> they already have cats.
2: I, I know they have cats. That's you get a pet pig.
0: So I mean, I say a pet pig. You kind of capture the pig. I, and then it becomes yours. But so that's not, pretty much all you can sell I'm them. I'm
2: not Alexa Bliss.
0: <laughs> yeah, good point. So yeah, that's pretty much everything we've been playing. Um, so let's move on to on this day. So if you're listening to this podcast on the day it's gone live, thank you very much. It is on all good po- podcasting services: Anchor FM, Spotify, and Apple. Um, so if you're listening to this on September the first, these are the games that came out on this day. The first one is Skyward Sword for the Wii U. I'm, I've not played that. I think you have. Wait what? That.
2: Oh wait, for the Wii U
0: yeah it came out on the wii u
2: oh and like was this on virtual Console or something okay. it might have been sorry i was right like there, going yeah. Wii U. What? yeah I... I
0: saw it and i was a bit like uh this isn't right but i just went with it
2: all right all right no i've not played it on the wii u but i played it on the wii um i get the feeling i've talked about this before on this podcast but maybe i'm going mad but uh it's it's have, all right <laughs> it's all right basically it's a fun It's a fun Zelda game, I like it, because it's got like a lot of charm to it, and the flying around in the sky is nice and fun, and I liked a lot of the... So the big gimmick of this one was, because it used Wii Motion Plus, uh, your sword was essentially one-to-one with what you were doing, which was great fun if it worked for you, but it didn't for a lot of people, so it pissed off a lot of people, and it's also relatively... It's more simplistic or linear than a lot of Zelda get, like, especially compared to like to Breath of the Wild, which is about as open-world as it gets. Like Skyward Sword is, gives that pretense, but it's also quite linear. But, it, I, I mean, I've gone to before, how linearity doesn't really bother me. So, as I say, controls worked. I had fun with it, but I know a lot of people are like, eh, on it as a Zelda. And I don't really know, how, like, if they ever redo it, I'm going to assume they'll have to strip motion controls out, so I don't know how it would do without motion controls, if that makes sense.
0: Yeah, because it was kind of the big selling point, wasn't it? For When yes. it came out on the Wii, it was Wii Motion Plus and everything. I think
2: this, was, this wasn't the game that launched Wii Motion Plus. I think that was like the Wii Sports Resort thing, but this was essentially the big selling point of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I have uh, the gold Wii Wiimote
0: somewhere. That's my
2: main Wiimote, wherever it is. Do you know what?
0: I think I bought Skyward Sword for the Wii Motion Plus, but never played it. <laughs> Sounds about right for me. Um, the next game on the list is Danganronpa, another episode, Ultra Despair Girls.
3: Oh,
2: man. Laura, this is your field. Right here.
1: (laughs) I didn't play Ultra Despair Girls. I've done one, too. I have not done Ultra Despair Girls. I mean...
2: Have you not played V3 yet?
1: I have not. It's on my things... uh, It's on my list of backlog to do and get round to get in and stuff like that. Um, I won't lie. When I saw Ultra Despair Girls, all I remember from the trailer is the, the creepy twins. And that's all I'm picturing was, you said it, and it's giving me odd flashbacks, and I don't like it. Um, Rump is a fantastic series, though, and I just recommend it. It was a great day whenever it came out. <laughs>
0: so, so we've had a game for you, Slay, so we've had a game for Laura. The next game on the list is a game for me. Um, Metal Gear Solid 5, The Phantom Pain. That came out five years ago, I think.
2: I remember vividly, Squiggy, this was back on the old website we all worked for. Uh, this was your both Game of the Year and Disappointment of the yeah. Year.
0: Yeah, yeah. And, I was, and I was ready to explain that again. Um, <laughs> By all means, the So, yeah, so, so like, game, gameplay-wise, it is one of the best games I've ever played. It's just so, like, the way they did the controls is just so intu- intuitive to use. Like, you never had to sort of think, how do I do this, this, and this? It just worked. Um, and, the like, the setting of it was was really good. The open world was good. The different way you could approach missions was really good compared to, like, a lot of Metal Gear Solid, where it's just really linear. This one, you could decide whether I'm going to go – I'm going to sneak into the house this way, like, up the left and climb up the, like, the ladders this way, or I'm going to go straight through the front door, or I'm going to go around the other way and, like, snipe from a distance, to take out all the um, – like all the soldiers around. But then but then disappointment wise was just the story. It just oh there was just so much missing from it. It kind of just ended and there was like, well, what next? Because you know what happens next because of obviously this was like the one that kind of sets up um Metal Gear Solid well, the Metal Gear series and Metal Gear Solid One and Metal Gear Solid Two and so on. And it just it just ends and you're like, there's so much more to tell. And you know this so much more because of how it ends, and it just it obviously got well, we don't know what really know what happened with Kojima and Konami, but I think something happened and a lot of it got cut or it was gonna be planned maybe in another game or as DLC and it just never happened. And that's why it was so disappointing because it's such a good game, gameplay-wise. The setting's so good, like the way you approach missions is so good, but the fact that it kind of just ends abruptly, just kind of like imagine. Imagine the Avengers in Infinity War um, ends, like obviously clicks his fingers, ev- like half of them disappear. And then the next thing you know, everyone's back again going about their normal business and that's all you know. So you miss out that important part in between. That's kind of what it was like. Like, you know, something happens to get to this next point of Metal Gear, but what happens? And because they've explored so much of the backstory from it in like the pre- in Metal Gear Solid 3, Peace Walker... Um, Phantom Pain and go Ground Zeroes as well. The one that was like the prequel to Phantom Pain. Like, why not go? That why not do the rest of it? And that's why it was so disappointing. Ah, oh.
1: that awesome. I like the first level.
0: The first level was incredible.
1: That was good, and and to be honest, I feel like that level being so good made me shit on the rest of the game harder.
0: The first, the, the 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 opening is just it is just. Basically Kojima just being crazy and it's so good in the hospital. It's amazing. And it kinda of, it I don't think it ever gets lives up to the highs of that, but like even fighting philanthropus it's really good. Um and then it kinda of just it's like the second act kinda of takes a little bit of a nose dive. There's a couple of good missions in it, but it kinda of just takes a little bit of a nosedive from there. And it seems like the kind of rush to just finish it. But it like introduces some characters. Like it introduces Eli, who becomes Liquid Snake. Um and obviously it was just a psycho madness. You kind of see him floating around in different places. And it's oh it's oh it's making us annoyed because I really want to play it, but I don't want to play it now because I know I'll be disappointed if I play it again.
1: <sighs>
2: I mean you could play that other Kojima again you've not played yet.
1: Yeah, the one with Normus Reed Norman Read.
2: Norman Reedus Norma, Norman no, no, and the <laughs> fetus, Normus Reedon. Normus Readon <laughs> and the funky feet.
0: Yeah. I know I, I need to play it, but oh. Now I just want to play Metal Gear Solid and be disappointed.
1: Oh, I'll see you in him Squiggy. Yeah, see you in a month.
0: Okay, you in a month. Yep. When you... Next time on a podcast, what have you been playing, Squiggy? Yeah, Metal Gear Solid 5. It was just what I, I said on the episode before.
1: I feel like you'd just be people... going, Metal Gear Solid 5, and I was right. It's worse
0: than I I know, I've just put myself through 40 hours of this again.
1: Tears. There will be tears, but yeah. There will be tears.
0: Um, so, yeah, we're moving away from that. Next game on the list is Guitar Hero 5.
3: What a time! Five!
2: Yeah. Shit, me. I didn't know there
0: was a five. This was was this the last one before? Was it I remember Hero? three.
2: Okay. I remember there was like World Tour where they tried to rip off Rock Band. And then I don't remember there being another one after that. I
0: can't remember how many though. I'm going to have a quick check because I remember uh, Guitar Hero f- 5. I know the- there was Guitar Hero 6, which was called Warriors of Rock. That was oh, the last one. Oh my god. One. Okay.
1: We got yeah. a rock. Rock!
0: But I, I, I think I bought it. Probably did buy it.
1: I think I bought it too. I'm not going to lie. The Guitar Hero franchise is something I miss and don't miss at the same time. Because it's like, I kind of... We got oversaturated with all them games. And I get that people got into motion controls. And, and then Rocksmith happened, which is actually teaches you how to play guitar, doesn't it? Yes. But yes. Very bold. But I kind of... St- something about the plastic chunkiness of Guitar Hero and the skill and the... Co- I... Miss it, And if they relaunched it and gave it a new selling point, don't ask me what that is, I ain't a creative genius over here, I kind of would probably be intrigued at the end of the day. Guys, by the time Guitar Hero 5 came out, I was very jaded and you're basically just playing them for new songs and not whatever wacky thing they've tried to tag on to try and sell it.
2: I, just, I don't feel like there's anywhere left for those games to go at this point. I, but I feel I'm Rock not, Band 2 was kind I'm of the peak.
1: Genius. I really liked Lego, to be honest. That was cool.
0: The Lego one was decent.
1: Yeah, Crocodile Rock out and Joy. It was more the music, to be honest. You guys had me playing Metallica and that. Anytime, like I know on Rock Band, I ended up getting Miley Cyrus. Can't be tamed. Good time.
0: <laughs> yeah, um, I think I think past- what they tried with um what they tried with Guitar Hero Live was a good idea, but I think by then because it wasn't really anything that new, there's not really much you could do with it if that makes sense. Yeah.
1: Get that. I don't know. I feel like if you give it a fresh coat of paint... I, I don't know. I can't miss it. I, I Heroes kind of Guitar. Of, I just... I don't know. I feel like there's something there. I do feel like by the time 5 have come out, they've done everything they can, and they were just releasing them so quickly at this... Well, I say so quickly, but quickly for was, the type of It games
0: was, they it was every. It was every year, and yeah. you kind of they, get to the point where it, it becomes a bit like FIFA, but like imagine FIFA where nothing changes at all, apart I, from you get so the updated... FIFA. No, like, they do do, do add a few new things. But imagine, like, like FIFA, where it's the same game every year, exactly the same, like, graphics engine, all the way from FIFA, what, 2002? Maybe, 2006, all the way up to, like, now. That's pretty much what Guitar Hero is to me.
1: I would compare it to Just Dance, to be honest. But Just Dance seemed to have a more popular fan base, and you didn't have to get the, the peripherals to do Just Dance. That makes sense. You just dance. Yeah. Just
2: dance is more accessible, yeah.
1: Yeah, so I feel like that's why that sort of survived and this didn't to some degree. Cause I'm gonna be honest. I don't I had a struggle at the time. I mean I am in the same room, don't get me wrong, but obviously different different older now and stuff. But I don't imagine why I could set up a plastic drum set. Um or keep one. So a guitar maybe at a push, but then I remember having two guitars because it was cheaper to get one of the, It's The thing is, Guitar Hero is a thing of the past, but I wouldn't mind it come back. And the Guitar Hero 5, on this day, we will remember when another one of them come out and didn't really make much of an impact, because at this point we're like, oh, it's a Guitar Hero.
0: Yeah, I don't know there's much else to add about Guitar Hero apart from its Guitar Hero. Um, yeah. The last game I have got on the list is one of your favorites, Laura, Saints Row.
1: Right, the uh. original.
0: Yeah, the original.
1: Oh, what a t- what a great day! This is honestly maybe the greatest day in gaming history. Uh, can I get an amen? Oh. Yeah. So I I thought
2: fun. I you I thought you didn't like Saints Row
1: Right, I'm gonna I'm gonna elaborate here. Saints Row Run is basically doesn't have it has a little bit of humour, but not much. It kind of is at this point looking more like that GTA clone. It hasn't found its own groove. Or there's hints of it. You meet a good villain. Um, there's a good little base here, but it's basically a game that's all about gang warfare, basic homie's girlfriend, you know, homie gets shot, you know, like, it, it is what you expect and it's clearly going trying to go toe-to-toe with GTA on that sort of market of games. Um, so I wouldn't say I don't like it, it's just not my favourite in the series. If it hadn't happened, I would have got two or three, so I respect what it did and the flashbacks and pullbacks oh. to it in the later games are immense, to be honest, because obviously with the humour and the ability to go back, they go back and you put you in a situation where you can joke about the things you saw and it kind of makes fun of it a bit, and the characters and that. So I I, think it was a great game. I do think Saints Row is, like, a fantastic series. I know I'm kind of more alone on this, but...
2: No, no, I, I get that. I just feel like... I know you said, like, Saints Row 2 and 3 are because of Saints Row 1, which is true, but I also think they're also because of GTA 4, because they were, like... Oh responses to people finding that miserable so they went fuck it let's go
3: fun
1: a hundred percent they cranked up the fun in response to that but then you look at the fact that maybe they were more serious before gta 4 and that was why (laughs) they cranked it up maybe gta 4 should have looked at what saints Row did and been like you know what pete this is a little bit there's a little humor here but they've gone very serious i because someone tragically dies i think the girlfriend of someone and it's like a plot point point honestly it's in my head because I know you I think Johnny Gat's girlfriend dies I'm gonna go and reckon, say that I think that's what happens in that game
0: I'm trusting you
1: yeah I'm gonna trust myself I think that's what happens and it's a thing uh it's quite a serious storyline they sort of joke about it eventually but you, you see what I mean in terms of getting that hard-hitting drama um but yeah Saints Row what a day what a time I don't recommend going playing it because you're going be like, well, Why is Laura talking about this series well? Go play two or three. Thank you. That is my TED talk.
0: Yeah. Um I think
3: <laughs>
1: I thought I that thought was or... a clap then.
0: It was a clap. That was for me. <laughs> it was
2: such I a think weak clap. <laughs> so i I'm not gonna like loudly
0: applaud Christ. Yeah, you and your weak wrists there's a clap louder.
2: I can't help it. They're all exhausted. It's from cramp.
1: It sounded like you dropped a pen rather than clapped, and I wasn't sure. Anyway, Squeaky, tell me about your say Through Love." Come on. So yeah,
0: I, I remember buying the first one and thinking it was it was like a shit GTA ripoff. <laughs> sorry, Laura. Sorry, <laughs> I'm so sorry. No, I think that's what number one was more. Yeah, and then I yeah, think, gonna... and then I think like after that, that's when they realised that they can't just clone GTA to be successful. They need to do something different, and then they kind of just started taking the piss. But it was fun. <laughs> Like uh, it was like it it was it was a it was a then it became a piss take of GTA, but it was fun.
1: And then it did the piss take of every game. I mean, there was that Metal Gear Solid level.
0: Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I felt no. I like I really didn't like Saints Row the original. Don't think I liked the second one too much, but three and four, I really liked.
1: Yeah, it was a very good. I mean, four. I feel like they wrote themselves into a corner because there's talk they want to do stuff. With the franchise and that there's always like, you know, is it coming back? Before because you've got superpowers, president, alien, but They went they pushed so far. It's like, because if you look at this story, it's a story of someone who joined the gang, become leader, then become like a successful leader, became president, for eight. Like, like, where'd you go from that? What's the natural yeah. step after? It's that? like started
0: at the bottom. Now we're here. Where do we yeah. go from here? Yeah. Yeah. It's without sad. rebooting the whole franchise.
1: They did the whole spin-off with Johnny Gat, you know, hell. You went down the hill and him flying and whatever that one. That one was alright, but um obviously, Age of Mayhem was set in the Saints Row universe. But having played a bit of it, let's let's pretend it isn't. Um, but yeah, Saints Row: Humble, Humble Row. Beginnings. Yeah,
0: it started. It, it's one of those games where the kind of the started knowing what they wanted to do, but then realizing that maybe they shouldn't do that, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah and which you always kind of wanted they listen to feedback effectively and probably looked at their sales as well don't get me wrong. But um yeah I mean yeah, you like to see a game evolved and it is a nice one to look at and go man they found their groove here.
0: Yeah because it's it sold well it got good reviews but I think I think maybe a lot of people were sort of didn't want a, a GTA clone they wanted something different which is where the rest of them which is why it, it changed from then. But I also yeah, feel it, like it
1: was- famous for glitches, Saints Row 1. I feel yeah. like there was like trains going off the tracks and walls and flying cars. Just bugginess.
0: Yeah, but no, it was, it was good. Um, that's all I've got on this list for on this day. So we're going to move on to the next segment, which is the good, the bad, or the weird. And it's over to Laura for that segment, who's got something good, bad, or weird. Or all, all three.
1: It's all because I went for a complete home run! I don't know what the accent's about, but you're about to find out, because it's wonderful. I was expecting applause.
0: Woo! Well, I, I did, you cut my wrists, you're sorry.
1: Woo! Weird you. German accents, yeah! Wonderbook.
0: You sound like the gingerbread man from Shrek.
1: I Please don't take my gumdrop buttons, WONDERBOOK!
2: <laughs> I, I don't remember the gumdrop man being German, but <laughs> carry on.
0: Just go with this, Lazo. Just I'm go gonna, with it.
1: I'm gonna drop the accent because every time I say Wonderbook, I forget what I want to say about it. So, Wonderbook uh obviously was used with the PlayStation. Oh, it's got a W.
0: Yeah. Yeah, not not Wonder. wonder. <laughs>
1: <laughs> wow. So this was like PlayStation Free, using a bit of motion control, and obviously, I wanna say target in the kid and family market, she says when she was too old to buy it for the market they wanted. What up? Um, but basically. And that you use with games, it was basic. It Right, so basically, I could name three games that come out on it. So I'm just... One of them I didn't play, but I'm going to focus on the first one that I got a platinum on, guys. Yeah? No? Nothing. Right, so if you bought Wonderbook, you got the Book of Potions game. And obviously, this is a Harry Potter thing. I don't know. I don't used you into
0: Harry Do- Potter. I no, no. love me some Harry Potter. Do-
1: cool. Like Harry this Potter. was... No, I like J.K. Rowling. Yeah, he's making a stand.
0: Well, there's that part, feel, yeah, but this this yeah, is the like movie get different. Harry,
1: yeah, I feel like attacking Harry Potter isn't going to hurt her, but okay. Anyway, <laughs> um, basically, book of spells come out, and it was basically like doing potion class, on well, basically like doing going to Hogwarts, like you had a Wingardium Leviosa, and it's like you look the book, and then you flick the page, like there's like a thing, like you're, it's meant to be like a book. Get it, wonder book. But it does bits like you're reading it and it's like comes to life on your screen, and you felt it was. It's a, I think it's technically an augmented reality game, which you know, fancy word there. But basically, was it was fancy. fun. You do like little mini games. I remember one where you read the book on how to Hagrid's gardening sessions. I can't even think what the, the class is called. <laughs> where you pull the shrub out and it like squeals. It's in the movie. Draco ends up wearing earbuds.
2: No, um, the the mug war, or
0: oh, mugwort. what's it called? Um, um, her. Oh,
2: what's it called? Not, it's. I swear, it begins with M. <laughs> the man, the
0: oh, mandrakes.
2: No, that's yeah, it. Yeah, mandrakes.
1: Anyway. Yeah. So anyway, that's put out. you read about in your little book, and then it tells you how to pull them out with the move control. And it's very interactive. You do. I would say you do feel like a wizard, but that actually sounds like I had a breakdown when I was playing this. I was a real wizard, guys.
0: You're a wizard, Laura.
1: But I imagine it would have been fantastic for kids. It's interactive because it feels like you're like. Harry Potter come to life. I don't think I played a lot of the Harry Potter games. I mean, I did all the mo- main movie tires and spin offs. Um, sorry, but this is probably the first one because of the mo- Motion Girl and because you got Wonder Book. I imagine this is the one where you feel more engrossed in it. That's just, once again, it sounds insane. But especially for a kid, I could see this was very successful. It got very positive reviews. This It was very good at this. The only problem with it is that once you played it, there's no replay value. I mean, once you've learned all the potion and spells, it feels. Why would you go back and do it again? Um, yeah, but that. So hang on, hang
2: on. So I've never, I've never used one. I've never even really looked into Wonder Book. So what, what exactly is the Wonder Book? I know it's what PlayStation Move is; it's their WeMo. But what's the Wonder Book plastic- itself?
1: It's. Oh, I, I, you know what? I'm going to describe one to you. That's because I've got one in my hand. This is going to be some rustling. So basically, it's imagine a book. this is an audio
2: podcast. Remember. <laughs>
1: I know. Describe
0: okay. what you're doing, doing Laura. <laughs>
1: <laughs> right, so I'm opening up the book. So basically, you've got a nice padded book that says PlayStation Wonderbook on front. So, you know, okay. opened it and there's all like, looks like QR codes and stuff when you open it. But when you play it with the game and the move controller on the screen, it looks like there's stuff in the, you're like there's a copy of the book on your screen showing what the images are meant to be and come to life.
2: So the book is electronic or?
1: Yes. Because it's like QR codes and stuff. I feel that's how it works. All meant in reality. No, you like do reality. You don't need electronics
2: for QR codes, Laura.
1: No, they aren't QR codes. I'm just describing you what they look like. They're not actually QR codes. The shapes are wonderful notions that you look... If you opened it, you'd be like, why has Laura got a weird book of sort of looking QR codes? It's got some background. But yeah. So
2: that... it's, uh, it's the same size. So I'm still trying to get my head around this without just Googling it because that would be cheating. <laughs> so it's like... So they change from game to game, or do you right. buy a different wonder book for each no, game?
1: One book for each one book for the whole any game that uses it. So it's empty and it's like the code it then interacts with what you see on the screen. So basically So it's got
2: like screens in it that change depending on
1: Right. They're not in the book. They're on the, the script, right. So you turn the page, you'll move right. Right, that you've changed the page, and when you look at the screen you'll see the next page.
3: Right. Okay.
1: Yeah? Yeah. Yeah
3: yeah
2: <laughs> so it's the same commands but because it, the so basically it would still be like oh you need to do this motion but depending on the game you play yeah, that yeah. motion will I be a different like thing you could probably, right
1: probably modify there's like different motions and stuff they can add in and use and work i don't i'm not a tech guy so <laughs> here's
2: modified. an expansion here's some more pages to go yeah. and you, you just open the ring binder and you just put I mean, them in no <laughs> no it's
1: just limited pages they can modify it stop it you're confusing me <laughs> Anyway. you've got it in <laughs> front of you how am i confusing I know, cause it's like you three pages that's literally it like solid pages with different codes on just listen right so that was book of spells <laughs> and that's how it used it when it came out here's here's like that was great they also did this game called digs Nike crawler right which is kind of i'm gonna be honest better than book of spells and it's because it's not just like you're turning pages; you have to rotate, tilt, shake the book to interact with it and advance the plot. So this like makes the book more interactive. And the PlayStation Move then acts as a camera in this game. You play as like a private detective, and it's done all like that. And there's stuff interacting all like that. So you, you can imagine what you're doing in this game. I don't. I feel like you know what private, old school nineteen twenties private detective vibe, right? No one.
2: So, yeah, I, um, I'm, I'm listening while also looking at pictures of Wonderbook and yeah, trying I'm to figure this exactly out. Exactly
0: the same thing. I wow, just still okay. don't understand it.
2: I'm just staring at it, going like, "That's a picture of a moon and like a weird <laughs> smiley face."
1: <laughs> oh, or you can compare it to Ink Block Test if you're Slazo. But anyway, this game came out and was great because it used the book in more ways. You weren't just t- changing the page, then doing your gesture with your PlayStation Move controller. This was having you tilt it, rotate it, and like I said, PlayStation Move was camera do little stuff. Here's the problem. See, i played both these games. I didn't play Wonder Book Walking with Dinosaurs, but I assume that would be similar to Book of Potions. That it's basically going to be a book teaching you about dinosaurs and look like they're coming on your screen and stuff. Um, that's the thing. This was a great idea, but they didn't really follow it up. They seemed to run out of ideas, and all the games that come out had no replay value. So <laughs> it's hard to... Like, it's great, it's good, but... If you bought it, you'd probably be confused why you what what it is after a year or so. I mean, mine's still here because I don't know what to do with it.
2: I, I feel like the, compared to like the other games we've done in this segment where we've done the Wii and Buzz, this is <laughs> like, as has been evidence here. It's a lot harder to sell because it's hard to like unlike the Wii where it's like, oh, so how does this work? Uh, ha- imagine playing tennis, okay, okay, done. Or Buzz, yeah. where it's like imagine you're in a game show, okay, done. This,
3: this is, is like your so you've got this class. book.
2: And like there's symbols on the book, but they don't really look like yeah, but anything. Look but when book. you're playing the game
1: <laughs> It's like you've got the book in front of you. Don't use yeah. the book. The book you interact with, but what you're seeing is all on screen.
2: So what do you need the book for?
1: Because you interact it to turn the pages and pretend like you're reading and touching. Is that the all line. it does? No, because it digs nightcrawler, you shake it, rotate it, It digs it. Nightcrawler, what? That's another game, I just referred to it about the private detective. Sorry, right,
2: my bad, sorry. The,
1: the second game, Diggs Nightcrawler, was seen as being better because it wasn't just all about turning pages and stuff like that. You got to, like, you had to rotate the book to do bits, you had to tilt the book to do bits in the game. It was more like come to life. There was more options. But yes, it had limitations. That's why they aimed it at a very young market, say so. I, I, I just
2: do I don't see how you sell this to a parent. You're like, this is the next cool thing for your kid.
0: I don't it's think you have a to buy a parent.
2: book. I think <laughs> you sell
0: it a kid and be like, you always wanted to be Harry Potter. Now, yeah. you can be Harry Potter with Wunderbook.
1: Wunderbook! Why so, can't yeah. I just buy a wand? Well, the wand is the move controller, Slazo. Come on. head out. like your ass.
2: an actual Harry Potter wand.
1: They're expensive.
0: I have the Voldemort wand, just in case you wanted to no. know.
2: Of course. of course, you do. It, yeah. oh no, it's not Disney, it's Universal. Ignore no. me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's one of them.
3: The
1: problem with this is they obviously they got free, there's like three games like think I don't think there's any more. I had a quick Google. If there was more, they weren't very well advertised. But yeah, it had its limitations, and Slazer would have been the person going, Look how limited it is. It doesn't even do anything.
2: I, I'm not saying it doesn't do anything. I'm just saying, even looking at it, I'm struggling to see th- the game so apparently there were four books, Laura.
1: There was Although, four? You could get different books?
2: Uh, book of Spells, Diggs Nightcrawler. That's a game. Yeah, that's a game. Okay. Sorry, these are games. Sorry, yeah. my bad.
0: I'm War still War confused.
2: confused. Book War of King Spells, Diggs Nightcrawler, Walking with Dinosaurs, Book of Potions.
1: Book of Potions is the same game as the Book wait, of wait, Spells, Wait, wait, wait. Walking
0: with Dinosaurs? They're...
1: Yeah, it's like based on the BBC show, isn't it? Oh, I'm
0: One I'm
1: <laughs> it was a quietly done. It was educational, Squiggy.
0: I like education. I
1: mean,
2: like I'm not trying to <laughs> badmouth on the book. I'm sure like kids everywhere loved it. But oh, I I... Loved it,
0: and, Lo- and Laura. <laughs> I mean <laughs> we're all kid kids and young adults.
1: Have you seen the uh, movie Big?
0: No. No.
1: Oh. oh, there's a picture where Tom Hanks is obviously a thing, but he see... oh no, that's not big. Grown up, the one with Adam Sandler where he sits in the class, he's an adult, and all the others are kids. It's become a meme. I um,
0: used it when to
1: say Disney. Billy Madison. Yeah, that—that's how I feel right now about Wonder Book.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm—I'm I'm not gonna lie. I—I I remember seeing it and thinking this could be really cool, and then we all know how that went. It wasn't very cool.
3: I
2: just—I—I I still got on Still can't get over looking at pictures and not.
0: I'm still, I'm still like, really Nora's confused by it. To it. Me,
2: and Nora could probably sit down next to me and go through it step by step with the game, and I'd still be like, "But why? Why is the book? What?"
1: It feels a bit <laughs> pointless in hindsight when you see how little it led. Like Dig's Nightcrawler is the best example because, like I said, they tried to make it so you tilt the book and you pick up the book and pick up, pick up the book, and <laughs> rotate the book, and really try to make this it is on more PS3. Big. With
2: yeah. six
1: axis, why not just use the six? Please don't take this away from <laughs> me. Immersion,
0: I'm Immersion. not taking it away
2: from you, Laura. Sorry, I just. It's so weird. It's just like the <laughs> segment, you know? Which is but... the
1: segment. This is why I thought this is the only time <laughs> yeah. I can ever talk about Wonderbook. I came to the right segment.
0: And you've, you've done a good thing, Portland, about it, because me and Slazer are still confused.
1: <laughs> I mean, it's hard to, like, it's basically. Yeah, look at your screen. It's just another little peripheral to make you feel like more immersed. Like it starts with the book opening on your screen. Is, like, is this Ooh! like?
0: Is this like nowadays when instruction manuals are actually like online or actually on the product themselves?
1: I, I haven't what? bought anything like this, so I don't So instead of so instead
0: of turn anymore. instead of turning a page, you turn a page on a screen. It's like you're reading you're reading a book. Yeah, on a screen. it's the
1: equivalent of that.
0: So basically, you're saying this game is the equivalent of reading an instruction manual on a, like on a TV,
1: but with magicalness.
0: With magicalness, with some like little specks of
1: woo. You know what? You've ruined Wonderbook for me. I hope you're <laughs> fucking happy. I'm gonna sit and stare at my Wonderbook.
0: Maybe we should have changed the segment to in old games.
1: Ruining?
2: What? Well, no, because this is the <laughs> hill This a nice is story.
0: this is the weird part.
2: This is the yeah. This is the first like the first the last two. We were like yeah. Those they were weird weird in areas, but good. This is just to me. It's just weird.
0: Weird and confusing.
2: Again, I feel, if so, I feel if I was watching Laura play it, I probably it would click at that point, maybe. But trying to describe it, I'm,
1: it I'm like looking at pictures.
2: On... <laughs> I'm more lost than ever.
1: <laughs> you want me to get on the stream and be like, hello, Laura, you I'm you not asking
2: stream? you to do that, Laura. I'm not asking you to go put yourself in Wonderbook again. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> <I am>. just, <laughs> I'm just saying, like, your, your, expi- your explanation is probably perfectly fine, and people who've used Wonderbook are probably going, Slazo, you're an idiot. But I can't, I can't make the connections of how this if, works.
0: If you think mean slays already idiots, please tweet us at behind Lagging on Twitter. Feel it.
2: If you've used Wonderbook, by all means, like, t- t- try and explain it to me. Because apparently I need to be, have this, like, treat me like spoon I'm head. an idiot and explain spoon this
1: head. to me. Let's that, just spoon feed you how it works.
0: I... And you, yeah, it's still that, that screenshot you've sent, Laura, still doesn't really help him.
1: <laughs> oh, okay, so it's more okay. I
2: kind I, of understand I that it, bit, no.
0: but yeah,
2: hang on, hang on. So, how much was it? Because I always imagined this would be an expensive peripheral. Was it? I was it w- not? Was it just the price of a game? Um,
0: how- no, I think it was dearer than just a game.
1: Was it? I'm just gonna do, I'm just gonna quickly Google how much the Book was. Um, if it is expensive, you may hear me scream. <laughs> No, I, don't want to know I mean it can't wonder... be more
2: expensive than Guitar Hero.
1: Um, <laughs> you would hope. <laughs> uh, no, not Wonder Boom. I don't want a Wonder Boom. Stop autocorrecting me.
0: Oh man, what's a Wonder Boom? No, I'm curious. Ah, this uh, makes a bit more sense.
1: Seventy nine ninety
2: nine. Oh boy. Well anyway. Damn. That's a lot of that's a lot Bare for, a... Package. Bare package. for a package.
1: No <laughs> does is that it? include does that
2: include the move?
1: Yeah. That's that's the full move button. Okay, so that's Without not too the, bad. Thing. Move bare bones package or what you need. It's 39.
3: Wow.
2: All
1: right, we're good.
2: So, we're good. Okay, so for a move and the book and a game, then yeah. I guess 80 quid isn't, depending on how long the game is, 80 quid isn't terrible.
1: Um, five hours, maybe.
2: I take it back.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Eight hours <laughs> at a push? Maybe less?
2: Like, if it was like, uh, I don't know, like, I hate. Using the term AAA, but if it was like a standard modern video game plus controller plus book, I could see that as 80. If it's like a five-hour wibbly wobbly,
0: yeah,
3: yeah,
2: then I'd be like, eh, not really.
0: Yeah, I'm with the muslays on this one, unfortunately. Or fortunately. I'm not really sure. Um, but yeah, I think I don't really think there's much else to add apart from, "Wouldn't the book is weird?" Yeah, And it might have been one. good, but we're not too sure if it was good or bad. So let's go with weird. But um, if you've
2: played Wonderbook, please tweet us out behind lagging. I'd love to know like your thoughts on it. Because to me, I, as, as, as of evidence, for the last 10, 15 minutes,
0: I yeah, cannot no get my head no around it. No one knows what's, what's going on. No. Laura so does, but I can't yeah. get my head around it. So let's move on to our last segment. So, two weeks ago, two podcasts ago, sorry, we did launch menu for the original Xbox. And this time, so we didn't really mention it in On in the Stay, but the PSP was launched in Europe which was obviously Sony's 1st first handheld console. So I thought that um, we would do launch menu for the PSP.
3: That's sweet. In
0: Europe. So I've got a list of games. Um, The first one is Ape Escape Academy. I'm I'm not really sure anything about Ape Escape Academy, to be honest.
2: I must admit, I've never played an Ape Escape, so my knowledge of that is Bug Snacks, which is apparently like Ape Escape.
0: But... Yeah, my, <laughs> my, my knowledge of uh, Ape Escape is The Appear in Metal Gear Solid 3, <laughs> um, Subsistence, a special edition one. That's my only uh, that's my only relevance to that I've got. Um, we'll move straight right, over. Look, to Laura, the game. did you
1: play Ape Escape? Apescape, I did not
3: play. Um, okay.
1: I oh,
0: have seen
3: the box art. Cool.
0: The, on. Next, <laughs> the next game is Mercury. So oh, Fuck yeah. I remember, I, I was hoping one of you would know something about this, because I've never played it. But I know it's it's a popular game, or it's well-known. It's,
2: uh so, essentially, uh, so take Monkey Ball, Super Monkey Ball, that kind of rollerball around levels. Uh-huh. Instead of a ball, you're controlling, like, a, lob, a blob of mercury, which can get bigger and smaller and can split up into smaller blobs. Oh. And then also add some other puzzles in it, like colours, so you have to merge colours into the right I'm one. I'm just watching
0: a GIF of where they split the mercury in two to go red and blue, and then yeah. bring it back to merge the colours into purple to get it through the, to the next level.
2: Yeah, there you go. Mm. That's mercury. It was, it was good fun. I feel there was a sequel on XBLA as well. I think Mercury HG or something like that. Yeah,
0: Mercury HG, yeah.
2: I love it, but I love Monkey Ball, and I love all the games like Monkey Ball. But um, uh, wish it was I about this. it was neat. As I say, it was. I don't know if I'd pay full price for it. I think I picked it up for cheap when I got my PSP years afterwards. But it's a, it's a neat little game if you like that kind of navigate ball esque things,
0: around levels. Yeah. I wish I'd known about that. That's annoying because I probably would have played that. <laughs> um, the next on the list is Colin McRae Rally 2005. Um, Rally, there's probably not really much to say about its column of creator rally game. It got really good reviews, though. Maybe not on the PSP, but it got really good reviews uh, on other consoles.
2: I mean, people loved rally games. Yeah. I mean, look it at also, the success Dirt's having.
0: Yeah, it also came out on the N Gage. Poor. Yeah, that's a
2: good battle, weird segment yeah. right there, the N Gage. Uh,
0: next game is. Is Darkstalker's Chronicle the Chaos Tower?
2: Uh, I was not aware there was a Darkstalkers game that wasn't one or two.
0: Yeah, I didn't really know much about this to be honest. It was the launch title for PSP in all in all the different regions, I believe. Was this Um, back when
2: the PSP and I suppose the PS Vita as well got these like weird spin off games for franchises that you never really thought about again?
0: Like I I swear there's an Assassin's
2: Creed game for those. Go on, sorry.
0: Uh, it's a port of the Dreamcast game uh, called Vampire Chronicles for Matching Service.
2: Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm just getting no, Dark... names
0: right now. I have no Darkstalkers
2: idea. Was... Oh, wait, hang on. Am I being an idiot? One moment, one moment. Google, tell me, am I being an idiot?
0: It's a fighting it's... game.
2: Is it? Yeah, this is the one with Morrigan. Sorry, I'm getting completely... I don't even know why I'm <laughs> getting confused. Uh, Darksiders, maybe I'm getting this confused. With, maybe I'm
0: Darksiders, like, yeah. That's, cause yeah. That, that's what I
2: now typed it. The... <laughs> no, uh, sorry, Darkstalkers. Fuck yeah. Uh, I've never actually played one of these, but I really want to because it always looks like a fun little fighting game. And everyone knows Morrigan. And Lilith, I think, is the other one. And Felicia.
0: By Felicia.
2: Yeah. Uh, I mean, she's a cat girl, if I remember correctly. <laughs>
0: Um, moving on to the next game is Dynasty Warriors. So it's a little bit of background to all of this. I absolutely loved Dynasty Warriors back in the day. I think I played like one, two, three, four, and five all the way through. I loved them. Oh my and, god,
2: Darren, you're on the podcast. Yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah. I used to love Dynasty Warriors. And um I imported my PSP from Japan. So mine was a Japanese what? one. Basically so I could play Dynasty Warriors. What? Yeah. You yeah. imported a PSP. My, my, I had, I had a Japanese launch, but well not launch. I had a Japanese PSP. I think it, it launched in Japan in December. I think I got it in about February, March time. I was,
2: I was unaware people got this excited over the PSP.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Me and I think three of my friends, we all got them from exactly Damn. the same place. Little shop in the metro center, which is no yeah. longer there. to a barbers. Um, I,
3: shout out yeah. to that Bob The
0: same, the same place that I got. Do you remember we were talking about Pokemon XD a few weeks ago? Yeah, podcast ago. Same place as that. That's where I got my PSP from. Um, uh, well, honestly, I, I remember
2: getting cute. import stuff back in the day. Like I imported old Pokemon games back when uh, Game Boy and that were region free. But yeah. importing a whole console? Oh, I never did that. Leave.
0: Yeah, I, I did that. I did it with the DS as well. But that's another one. Jeez,
1: that's another story. He's a squiggy you can't yeah. but, um,
0: but Dynasty Warriors was the first game that I played on the PSP. And I absolutely loved it. Honestly, Dynasty Warriors was one of my favorite franchises back then. And I just loved why'd you stop,
2: it. Why'd you stop, Squiggy?
0: I think I started playing more different games. <laughs> and I kind of just got sick of it being the same um, thing over and over again. That's, you know that's, what I mean. fair. that's fair. nothing. Nothing really changed that much.
3: Okay.
2: Do you, do you um, have any memories of this one specifically, the PSP one? Or playing Dynasty Warriors on a PSP for the first time?
0: Not really, but I remember it being epic. <laughs> I, remember, I remember thinking this is Dynasty Warriors in a little portable console, because before then, you would never get that on like a Game Boy or anything like no. that. So playing this, because it was still like back then the graphics were still pretty good and it still played pretty well. well and this is when I, think... I was, go what on. was I gonna say no, go on. So I was saying this is like when I realised what a portable PlayStation could be like playing Dynasty yeah. Warriors. And that was kind of like a little bit mind blown back then at the time. If you look at it now, you'd be thinking, this looks shite. But like back yeah. then, it was kind of like, mind-blowing playing like a full Dynasty Warriors game on a little portable console.
2: I can see that. there was definitely because like, oh, I've, I've never been one for like, graphics, so important, etc. But there's definitely like you play with DS and it's essentially N64 quality graphics. Yeah. Whereas the PSP was not I think they tried to say it was PS two level. I don't think it was quite that strong, but it was definitely yeah. a visual step up.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it just just seeing that kinda of like I was like, oh I've I've done a good thing buying this PSP. And I think I kept I think I kept that PSP until until forever. Until, until like, the battery the exploded,
2: just now squiggy.
0: Yeah, until the battery's <laughs> <It's> gone <laughs> just now. No, no I, I got rid of it when the Vita Came out obviously, but I think I kept that PSP for ages. I loved it. I changed the front screen and everything, the front cover and everything on it. Damn! Oh yeah, I love my PSP. Um, anyway, back to the games because you know you can have a really good console, but you've got to have games. Um, F one Grand Prix was did the next not one. though. There
1: was F one game. It only
0: came out in Europe, and I think it was the only one that did I'm, come out.
1: I like how you said it. Like that would make me not know. Where do you think I'm based? <laughs>
0: No, but no, uh, I'm well, saying, you're not like,
2: based in Europe
0: anymore, are you? It's not like it wasn't a popular <laughs> one because I don't think it came out.
1: Worldwide. I don't
0: think another one came out after that. To be honest, maybe Championship that's, Edition? No, that was PS3. That's
1: fair, but also I wouldn't want a PSP F1 game. I mean, I don't... I feel like F1 games are based a lot didn't on... Didn't they? pretty bad, but...
2: Didn't they do a thing, and I could be misremembering this because it might not be in this game, but didn't PS3, they do a thing yeah. where the PSP could be your wing mirror?
0: Yes i was looking to see if that was if you had to have this game for it but it was the next f1 game that came out on the ps3 yeah right okay i never did it but i remember it i remember i
2: it. remember them saying that i'm like that's such a weird thing that you could i mean neat but so weird <laughs>
0: yeah it was f1 championship edition on the ps3 and yeah i remember that Ah, uh, those were the days uh, what else is on the list? Let's get back to this. Hotshots Golf. I think that was a really big release from uh, what I remember. Was, was I this
2: everybody's was... golf before it was called everybody's golf? Or was this yeah, it was. Different? Yeah.
3: Okay.
0: I'm just going to double check that. <laughs>
2: <To> <laughs> yeah, it was, uh... Laser, You're right. Wait, hang on. No. Complete
0: yeah, it, it is um, everybody's golf. It's known as Hotshots Golf in America.
2: Ah, I got it.
0: Yeah. And that was a. I still can't find the right one. <laughs> there we go. I found it.
2: It doesn't help. I think they're all called cool everybody. Like each release in that franchise is just called everybody's golf. Yes. Yeah. This
0: one was called everybody's golf portable, surprisingly.
2: Oh, damn. They added the word. Yeah.
0: It actually got really good. It got really good reviews as well. Looking at I've, it. I,
2: every other of those games has been absolutely fine. Like pretty yeah. good fun.
0: But yeah. I've never played one, but I've always wanted to. But did you not, not... play
2: with the Vita one? I think that was the one I played.
0: No, I don't think so. Um, I can't remember. I don't think I have. I don't think I. I got it off Plus, so I remember that. Uh, I might have then. Might have been a long time ago. (laughs) Um, Another game which came out is—is it Lumines? Lumines.
2: Oh, um, the music thing. I know people who freaking love this game, and I've—I've never tried it myself. But I know people who like swore by this as the greatest music style
0: rhythm game. I've never—I've never played it surprisingly i couldn't even tell you what it is but
2: you know i just know it's music based
0: yeah i've never played it um another game medieval resurrection so i think this is like (laughs) kind of a remake of the original medieval but i also think it was the most popular psp title when it launched i might be completely wrong
1: i do think they did a lot with this franchise like large periods is that because that's why it made it so popular because they haven't touched it for
0: a while i think so yeah but it was um i'm positive i tried to buy it from about three different game stations on launch day in europe and none of them had it in stock and i've never really seen that with a like a psp like a portable game ever selling out so i'm not really sure what happened there but yeah um it didn't get it actually didn't get very good reviews it reviewed averagely um
3: just like its successor. Yeah. Hey.
0: Speaking of an average game. Me-
2: Medieval's like a weird one where it's like a big deal, f- uh, not a big deal franchise, not like tri- AAA triple A level franchise, but it's like one of the Sony franchises. But it's never really been top tier, so I'm never really sure why it became this beloved franchise. Oh, yeah. It's like
0: yeah. got a cult following more than anything, hasn't it?
2: Yeah, but every time a game's come out, it's always been to be. Yeah, it's okay.
0: Yeah, it's all right. And everyone, people get really excited for it. Then they're like, yeah, it's all right.
3: Yeah.
0: And they're like, oh, a Metal Gear remake. Oh, yeah, it's all right. Um, the next game on the list is Metal Gear Acid.
2: Oh, fuck yeah.
0: I... Go on, Squiggy. No, no, Metal no, Gear, this... new Maruno fan. Tell us so, about this. I hated this. I oh, got this. Get, get good. I got this, on, I got this on launch. Just couldn't get on because obviously the amount of Metal Gear sold that I've played, I was expecting a Metal Gear Solid game a bit like Portable Ops when that came out or Peace Walker and stuff like I guess, that. I don't
2: see the word solid in the title, Squiggy. I think this is your fault.
0: It probably <laughs> is my fault. but And I just saw Metal Gear and I was like, oh, I'm going to buy this. It wasn't for me. I really didn't like the trading, the trading card game. <laughs> so for people who have not
2: played Acid, yeah, it's a card-based <laughs> game. So yeah. if you think like, mo- like, obviously now in the modern time where we have stuff like Slay the Spire, this is a, a bit more popular. But back then, a card game in, like, my action title. What? What are you on about?
0: Yeah, it's... I think it's... I, I don't want to say it's a bit like Kingdom Hearts Um, Chain of Memories was on the Game Boy. Oh, where it was, I know like, you meant. Yeah. card-related, because I never really played that one either, because I couldn't get on with that. <laughs> um, but I think it is, like, it's a turn-based Metal Gear where you use cards to, like, control what they do, but obviously you've got to work out your steps. If, got, if you can move forward yeah. three steps, you've got to work out where you want to go, you've got to be in the right position to shoot and everything. And yeah. I was like... I just want to sneak up on them and just hold them up and get the dog tags like I'm playing Metal Gear Solid 2. That's all I want to do.
2: Have you ever, have you ever gone back to the Acid games now now that time's passed?
0: No. Okay. No. I've, I kind of thought about it because I know it got released on mobile, I think, a oh, couple okay. of years after. Um, but I never went back to them. And then obviously number two came out and I was like, Ooh, do I Do I try that? But no, nah, I've, I've never gone back to them. But then Portable Ops came out um, a couple of years later I think exactly. I think it might have been two years later and yeah. that was really good and then obviously did Peace Walker come out on the PSP or was that
3: I think that title? was I
2: think that was beta but it could be wrong. Well.
0: Uh, no that was PSP, it was PSP. Yep, Animal. <laughs> yeah, and I, and I never played Peace Walker on the PSP because I think it came out towards the end of the PSP life yes that sounds and right I, so I don't think I ever got it but then when you look at reviews of that it was absolutely incredible so yeah, they, they did, I didn't think they did very well with the Metal Gear Acid series. But obviously, the Metal Gear games that came on after that were brilliant.
2: Basically, he likes Metal Gear Solid. Emphasis yes. on Solid. Yeah. Oh, and Rising. He likes Rising.
0: Yeah, I do actually I really like Rising as well. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Rising's, Rising's kind of a Metal Gear Solid game, just they couldn't call it that because it's more flashy, slashy action.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that I, was can't was a great game the, I can't remember what the tagline is. Um, Revengeance? Like, no, no. So, oh, so, saw tacti- tactical espionage action. I can't, oh, okay. I can't remember if it was like lightning bolt action or something like that. I can't remember properly, but right, yeah, moving away from that. Um, another PSP game which I got on launch was Midnight Club 3 Dub Edition.
2: I have not heard of this franchise in so long. This is such <laughs> a trip back
1: for me.
0: I used oh. to love Midnight Club franchise. Oh, I used to love it. Oh.
1: Such a champ.
0: I was. I'm not. You know what? Sorry. I'm not gonna lie. Like not gonna this Need was. for
2: Speed. This was like there was so much like this back
1: in the
0: day. I used to love Midnight Club games. They were amazing, I and I bought say this.
1: Come out earlier with the Wub Dub gun because I feel like Squeaky would have paid the hundred quid and got a plastic version of it.
0: <laughs> that would have. <laughs> that would have been me.
1: I just. I can already see it, and I'm so saddened. And the more you talk about, oh, I'm just sad. Talk about your love of the Midnight Club, Jesus. Oh,
0: God, and it's, I just. I just loved them. I just used to love, pl- on the, like on the PS2, I used to love just playing multiplayer with my friends just driving around. I can't remember if there was like a tag game or something on it. And it was just, honestly, there was so much fun. And then when it came out in the PSP, I thought, oh, I'm getting this. Um, and it was kind of not as fun because it was kind of missing some of the multiplayer a little bit.
3: But you could
2: pimp your ride, Squiggy.
0: But I could pimp my with ride with all the while neon out, you wanted. On, while on the bus. <laughs> Yeah. So now that I really I love Midnight Club. I keep forgetting it was made by Rockstar as well. What? Yeah, it was a Rockstar game.
3: What? what,
0: what? Rockstar San Diego.
3: Jeez. Okay. <laughs> I never.
0: Huh. You are welcome. Wow. I they did also, not. Damn. They also did Smuggler's Run, which I was going to cover in a uh, in a revisitation station at one point.
3: I have no
1: idea what that is.
0: Oh, well, you're oh, in for when out. I do that. You're in for a treat when I do them. that. Yeah. Um, they also had NBA and NFL Street. We're not really going to talk about them. Whoa. Um, no,
2: I, uh, really? I really. You, the street games, I, the, everyone remembers those.
0: You would think as a man of the street, based on the fact that I like Midnight Club 3, I'd be <laughs> all over these, but I wasn't.
2: Laura, Laura, you're, you're, you're the streetest
3: one of us all. Tell us about these games.
1: They were really streety. Thank you. That's all I have on them.
2: Wasn't Mario in one of these on the GameCube, like NBA Street B three or whatever?
0: He was in (laughs) NBA NBA Street, I think.
1: I did like the NBA Street franchise. I will say that. That's all I'm saying. Mm
3: -hmm. I think I liked
0: them when I played them, but I never. I I just
1: I feel like it's something I. It's one of those game, game series that you play you enjoy maybe you rented it but then you're not really committed or loyal to it and then when asked to say why you liked it it's kind of like i don't know
3: yeah
2: because it was like that thing i like but different
1: yeah it was cool and groovy they tricked me by changing the aesthetic
2: (laughs) and they were like volta football it's the future oh no not again (laughs) not again
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um moving away from the street games need for speed underground two which i'm assuming
2: you also bought
0: no i didn't i stopped it but... i wasn't that street <laughs> i had enough ra- i had a i had one racing game actually this i had was... two because the next one's a racing game as well
2: this was back when need for speed came out every year i think and i know people who swear by the need for Speed franchise which is fine it looked fine i was always on the burnout side but uh yeah I it's weird to think that what used to be such a big franchise now is just like, you might get one every few years.
0: Yeah, and just no I, one cares about them anymore. Yeah,
2: I feel the last yeah. one was based on the movie. I could be wrong.
0: There was one based on the movie. I don't know if it was the last one. but Yeah. yeah. Um, the next game, Ridge Racer! Night. Night. No. No?
3: Night. Ridge Racer!
1: No.
3: I didn't Night. buy the PSP
2: Ridge one. I bought the DS Racer. one in the vain hope that it would be good and more um, shit by
0: it. i can't remember if this was one of the other games that i got with um dynasty warriors when i got the psp imported. Well, you
2: said you got two racing games so i'm
3: assuming
0: no i mean i can't remember if i bought no oh i remember this one i bought this one when i was in america damn okay yeah honestly if you look at my psp i've just been around the world to get a psp basically i didn't go to japan but i got one from japan Got to get got Dynasty Warriors from Japan, but then bought. No, I New just when I was in. I just
2: in, uh, like America. this because I spent almost my entire life in Britain. Like, I've been aboard once, but I, uh, you know, I've heard always heard stories of, like people who are like I'd like take their handheld with them and then just buy a game in like another country, and they're like, "Cool, this will keep you for the plane ride over," and you're that person, apparently.
0: I am that person. Yeah, so I a, <laughs> I bought this. This is a, if anyone's, no one'll care, but this was back when like Virgin Mega Stores were still a thing. I don't, I don't know if you remember them or not
1: yeah they yep. turned into
0: yeah and um, yeah so this was the big like a massive one in Florida and I remember going in and the guy's like do you want to help I was like nah I'm alright in like a proper Geordie accent he didn't have a clue what I said <laughs> that's, that's the one thing I remember from that um, but yeah I remember buying this in America really enjoyed it I remember I used to play it on the bus all the time if I used to go to the Metro Center with my mom back in the day I used to play Ridge Racer on the bus that's how cool I was
1: I'm starting to realize how into PlayStation brand you are.
0: Oh, I used to love my. I love my PSP. It was. It was yeah. probably my favorite. To be honest, I think it was probably my favorite Sony console.
1: Mine became a Scrabble machine for my dad. That's it.
2: I I got one. I barely played I played about two games on it total over the
3: years. As <laughs> so I don't know like why
2: a, I got it, but uh, I feel like a I, wanna get, I want to get. I want to mod now. one. I want a mod one because there's a bunch of fan translated stuff that never came out over here like Digimon games and that which I want to play. Yeah. But uh, I've never got around to it.
0: I've still got my Vita somewhere, I don't know where that is.
2: Let me put oh, it this way, because I know it's Let me put it this because I know it's on the list. The two PSP games I played were Mercury, which we've already covered, uh-huh. and Daxter, which isn't on this list, which was the Jack spin-off where yes, you played as Daxter. One. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> That's yeah. all I played. <laughs> I had the Kingdom Hearts birth but never played that one. <laughs>
0: I think I played a bit of it. Um, we'll, um. we'll keep going through the games, though. Um, this next one is Spider-Man 2.
3: Whoa, I didn't know did this I was on do the do PSP. Play.
0: Yes. Um, I don't really know how it did review-wise, what it did. Um, I mean, if it's
2: the if it's the classic Spider-Man 2 game, I would hope it did well, considering that yeah. was, at one point, the best superhero yeah, I don't, game. Yeah, I
0: don't think it did as well as the mainline console ones, but I think it did better than the DS and the N gauge versions, which is right. Which is a good start, I suppose.
3: I mean, I hope it does better than the engage version.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think it was a little. Bit, I, th- I think it was a little bit different, um, but I'm not sure how different it was because I didn't buy it. I can't go <laughs> into that. Um, another racing game is Toka Race Driver 2.
1: Never heard. of it. No. Do you remember Toka?
2: Oh, vaguely, very, Martin, very vaguely. Do you remember
1: the okay, you're saying it, and I still don't know. I don't know if it's your accent or I just don't know
0: what this T-O- is. C A? I don't know what no, it stands but... for. If anyone knows what it stands for, please let me know. Touring know
3: what... online
2: car. Well, I thought it was online.
0: touring car something, but I don't know. Do you know Here it? we go. Here we go.
3: Nope.
0: British tour. Nope, that's not it. That's actually <laughs> <obviously> not it. <laughs> That's, That's not it.
1: How are you uh, spelling it? Oh,
0: uh, I'm just, I'm, I'm reading it, but I'm not getting anything out of it. Basically, Tocker is the organizer of motorsport events in the UK. It's,
2: it became Grid. There you go. That's all you need
0: to know. It became there go. Grid. There we go. So Tucker Race Driver 2 was the launch title. Uh, I'm assuming it was just for the European launch because it's obviously the British the British were British and wanted that.
2: None of these of pages course. actually say what we're about. I the British stands for. The
0: we're British, British were British and they like the Toka games. But, I um, need
1: Squiggy, please work for their PR department.
0: <laughs> I don't think I need to. I think they've closed down. It got it got all right. Reviews actually got an eight out of ten and a thirty-one out of forty from Famitsu, and that's pretty much it. Metacritic it's the highest on PSP apart from in Australia where I got ninety out of hundred on the Xbox, so Aussies must love it as well.
1: I'm not an Aussie though. Nope. Attempt.
0: No. no don't, don't try it. Don't uh, try it. Aussie, Aussie, up, Aussie. We're coming up to the end here, though. Uh, there's quite a lot of games, actually.
2: Yes. Yeah, surprisingly, stat launch.
0: Yeah. Tony Hawk's Underground Two.
2: Hell what, yeah!
1: What's the launch about a Tony Hawk's game?
2: Yeah. Like modern. Whoa, whoa,
0: <laughs> Tony Hawk's Underground 2 remix. It was called apologies.
2: Ah, uh, well, I mean, I'll allow it because hell yeah, Thug 2, my favorite Tony Hawk game, come at me. THPS 2 fans.
1: I'm
0: staying
2: quiet. <laughs> I don't want
1: to get into a fight with you, Slayer. So near the end,
2: look, man. You had Tony Hawk on one team, you had Bam Magera leading the other team. It was like Jackass meets Tony Hawks. It was great crack. I love it. I've I've beaten this game so many times. Well I'm glad for
0: you.
3: I'm glad. Not
2: not the PSP one, but
1: (laughs) (laughs) So not relevant really. Next game.
2: Fug two great. Couldn't tell you about the portable one.
0: So the penultimate game in my list is Virtua Tennis World Tour. This on is the japan one on
1: PSP. This it was, was called power smash
0: new generation i got this on launch in you in the uk
1: this is it this is literally the game that was in my psp before my dad took it for scrabble
0: yeah i really uh i really enjoyed this i played a lot of this
1: i enjoyed it. this was easily the best i didn't feel like i was playing an inferior version because i was on my psp which i'm not saying i felt like that playing other psp games but i did so hell up um, but yeah. yeah, I I enjoyed tennis. I enjoyed this version. Virtual tennis is a solid brand. I prefer it over topspin. So Paul, ball,
0: yay! It takes all the bases. Ooh, I like topspin.
1: I like topspin. I've played. I think topspin two. I think was decent. It was topspin two or three. But um, virtual tennis for me has always been my go-to and preferred one. And yeah,
0: interesting. It's,
1: interesting. More, it's more arcadey.
0: Yeah, like, it is a bit more arcadey. Top sub- topspin was quite arcadey as well. I thought.
1: I think the gameplay is arcadey, but the actual story and the what you can do in the game isn't whereas this yeah. ones like do the little uh mini games where you hit the cans. Yes,
0: I uh, remember that one. From was that yeah. from Serve? Uh yes. Yeah. Uh mm-hmm.
1: stuff like that and you like your volley to knock down stuff as well. I just like the virtual tennis brand and yeah, I I feel like I based on your list of games, I got a PSP at launch solely to get virtual tennis. <laughs> concerning on so many levels, but I believe it came out when I wasn't buying my own stuff, so less concerning, more like, only child. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Thank
0: you. So, so moving to the last game, we have Wipeout Pure.
1: Oh, I had this! No, I had this. I didn't play it. i bundled <laughs> with it. <laughs> I played a Wipeout game years later. I, didn't, I still don't my really God. get the not
2: another racing yet, game.
0: Still. Yeah, I yeah, never I, played I, this, I should... but it got really good reviews. This is, like, I think the top-rated PSP game, possibly. Like, it it makes sense. It was bundled. I,
1: I just, they forced it down New throats. I've never gotten on
2: I, th- I tried the PS4 one and I just couldn't get my head around Wipeout.
0: They're okay. so. a bit They're a bit like F-Zero, aren't they? But Ish, yeah,
3: I guess.
2: Yeah.
0: But I don't know, I couldn't I because could I, I, th- I love F-Zero, so I thought I would like Wipeout games, and I remember playing, it might have been a PS3 one, Um, and I just couldn't get on with it. I don't know what it was, it just felt completely different to a Wipeout game. And I love, and, and I'll wipe out um,
3: to a F Zero game. And I love F Zero.
0: But that, that is a launch lineup for the PSP. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. 19 games.
3: Jesus.
0: That's a lot of games. And how many of them were racing? One, two, <laughs> three, four, five, six, Damn. seven. Seven, seven, racing games, but but to be honest, looking at it, it seems like a very good launch lineup. I think there's like I know the seven racing games, but there's also like a Dynasty Warriors, a Medieval Metal Gear, Spider minds in there, Tony Hawk's. So you've still yeah, got like quite as a mix of games as well.
2: It's a surprisingly stacked lineup, which I never really thought the PSP had. So I've been yeah. pleasantly surprised here.
0: Yeah, the more I think when you look back at it, you actually realize there's no real AAA game. So, like, obviously, when we did the Microsoft one, it launched with Halo. If we look at maybe the Vita at some point, it launches with Uncharted. There's no real, like, uh, absolute yeah. AAA game in here. There's a lot I of good games, but I don't think there's a console seller. I don't even know, though,
2: what you would really call the PSP's console seller game, like Dissidia
0: yeah. Final Fantasy, maybe? I don't know. Metal like um Peace Walker.
2: Yeah, like that, that was well received as well, but that was more like a Swanson. I don't know, because I yeah. suppose you could say Last of Us for PS3 and that was a Swan Song game. Too.
0: Yeah. I think it's I think it's a strange one, but I think back then the PSP was marketed as play PlayStation games on the go. Yes, definitely.
2: It wasn't
0: it wasn't marketed as this is this is a portable games console, but like a new sort of system. It was basically Do you ever wanted to play Playstation games on the go? Well now you can.
1: Yeah, which I think obviously is what they wanted to be, but I feel like they, it oversold. I remember being... I just don't look at the PSP fondly. No. Nah. I mean, I don't look at the PSV art. I mean, the PSV art. Oh, oh, no, Laura, no, right on, oh, wait, 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 wait. I'm going to say this. The PSP has some good stuff, but the fact it made me get into like stuff like Romper to find the good games and that, I feel like it didn't live all up right. to the mainstream. Jesus, that's
2: up. a backhanded compliment. Oh, no, man. It, it made me troll through, through the trash, no, and then I no, found this golden no, nugget.
1: No, that's not what I'm saying. I just say that a lot of less-than-mainstream games are the reason why the PSP it was great, which is why it's kind of like a hidden gem, but I can see why it didn't live up to the mainstream hype. The PSP didn't even have the hidden gems to go find. That's all I'm saying. As
2: that's Okay, that's it. The Vita did become the... Japanese and indie game machine
1: after yeah. a few See, I'm, years. I'm gonna... there's nothing wrong with that, okay? I'm just saying but when they both sold both the PSP and the PSP, Vita on being like, finally PlayStation is portable, all your PlayStation favourites, blah, blah, blah. I mean, and they so do...
2: It... Alright, in fairness they
1: didn't deliver.
2: They did at launch. At the start, it did look like but... that, but support very quickly dropped off for both of them. See yes. I'm, I'm going fact...
0: to throw this one out there that the PSP was probably my favourite handheld console.
1: That's insane. Yeah. I would actually go on record and say PSP was one of the most overhyped, overpriced things that I look back and go, that should have been more, it could have been more, and it really just sold off hype and PlayStation's glowing reputation at that time, and they really missed the beat, a trick, and they're not in the handheld market anymore.
0: I think they could have done a lot more with it, but I still think there were some very good games released. So you had, like, the Grand Theft Auto... Um, Liberty City, Liberty City Stories, Vice City Stories. Yeah, Liberty you had them. City. Which not
2: they ported port to the DS. Game.
0: No, no, the other
2: way, way, around, one,
0: it? I, other thought, way around. I thought
2: the DS one came before that. I could be wrong. Ch- uh, China, DS-
0: T- Chinatown Wars was the DS one.
2: Right, sorry, you're which right. Have,
0: yeah. Which got ported to the PSP. But you're right. Um, Liberty City Stories and Vice City Stories were exclusive for PSP at that point. So you had them. Where um, else? You had a Burnout Legends, which I remember was pretty good. Obviously, Metal like, Gear Solid Peace Walker. Final fin- there was a couple of Final Fantasy games in there. I don't play Final Fantasy. God of War Chains of Olympus apparently was really good. I never played that. My <laughs> friend played it. But for, but for me, I think, like I said, when we are talking about Dynasty Warriors, I think I was kind of blown away by being able to play Dynasty Warriors on the go, and I think that was probably more the selling point of the handheld, which kind of now is why I really like my Switch, because I can play these really, like, I feel... Big games sp- on the go.
2: The Switch is definitely the f- the logical endpoint of that. Like, the PSP and the PSP selling of, it's like gaming, it's like you're playing your main consoles on the go, except you weren't really. But with the Switch, yeah. well, I mean, you are, because it's the same console. <laughs> so
0: yeah, you just no, are yeah. playing those
2: games on the yeah.
0: go. Yeah, so I, th- I think Sony back then wanted basically a console where you could maybe, like, take your saves across from games to games and play them like that. And maybe that's yeah. what maybe that's what the PSP was more marketed as than than a handheld games console that were like rival the DS at that point was it
2: yeah it was i was going to say this probably also didn't help so the PSP i don't think it did terribly but it was up against one of the best selling consoles site best selling handhelds of all time in the DS it was never going to win that fight especially at nintendo on their home turf
0: yeah i i love my PSP um
2: i, I it's probably, it's all right
0: <laughs> i don't know i can't remember if i played it Probably more than my DS or not? I can't remember. I hope not. I can't remember, but <laughs> I did really enjoy playing my PSP. Um, See,
2: I'm going to... The weird thing is, I look at this launch lab and I'm like, that's pretty good. And you've mentioned a bunch of games there, and there's a bunch of games I can think of as well. And I'm like, were... I'm not saying that the PSP had bad games or didn't have games. I'm not saying it was a bad system. It was a nice system. It looks nice and sleek, certainly better than the original DS did. Yeah. But... uh. I just when I look at overall of how it did and then like over the lifetimes i like not encountering stuff like the engage and that, I'd say it's probably the weakest of all the main handhelds.
0: Yeah, I think, like, I think I feel when you the beta
2: of, and all the Nintendo stuff did better.
0: Yeah. I think when you kinda of get maybe away from kind of the top fifty PSP games, there's probably nothing really else worth playing after that. Whereas if you're go to, like, the DS and go past the top 50 games there. There's probably if you look a at the DS,
2: it's just, yeah, it's yeah. so many hidden gems and classics on that.
0: Yeah, whereas, like, but for me, because of the kind of games I played back then, like, when we're talking about, like, me playing Midnight Club 3. Yeah. And didn't see was, like, the PSP was probably perfect for me. Oh, no, I completely kind of agree with
2: you there. Like, you didn't get the experiences that you got on PSP on DS because the DS yeah. was trying to be something different.
0: Yeah. But I still, I still think it was a good. I think it was a good. There was, there was definitely a place in the market
2: for both of
3: them.
0: Yeah. yeah, I think, I think if you look at the lineup based on like a console lineup, I think it's probably quite poor. But if you look at it based on what Sony wanted to probably market the PSP as, it's probably actually a really good launch lineup for that.
2: Yeah, as I say, it's way better than I thought it would. be. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so, did did we rate the Xbox One out of ten? Last we time.
2: rated the Xbox and the Wii and the yeah. other ones we've done. I
0: think I'd give, give the Xbox an 8, I think. can't remember. Yeah, probably. Uh, um, so we'll go around for this one. Uh, Laura, what would you give the PSP? Five. A five?
1: There's so many racing games! It just pads the numbers, bro!
0: Interesting. Slazer?
2: Um, as I say, I'm pleasantly surprised by how many big names there are. Like It's not just random things, it's a lot of games. And while a lot of them haven't really gone on to really make a name for themselves like Lumines is probably the one i know that most people have positive things to say about uh, this lineup but uh i'm I'm still pleasantly impressed so i think um uh, uh, seven i'll say seven
0: i was i was gonna give it a seven as well um yeah i think i think the number of racing games kind of
2: i'm not bothered by that it's yeah to I me, think, it's it's a lot of name worthy franchises, so I'm not going to big question. And I think
0: if you look at like two of those racing games were just European releases, as well. <laughs> That's F- weird. That F1 is weird. To me. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, if you go if the American launch, they probably didn't have them. So there's less there's less titles, but there's also less racing games. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think it's seven out of ten. I think there's some good there's some good games in there. There's yeah, some...
2: better than I ever gave it credit for.
0: Yeah. And I think on that we will wrap up. This episode of the Lagging Behind podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it. If you remember any of these PSP launch titles, or if you've played a few, or if, like me, you imported your PSP from Japan to play Dynasty Warriors because you are that kind of person, tweet us at Behind Lagging. You can find us on all of our socials. I'm at Jordy Squires. Slayzo is at
1: Slayer King. You're not at Geordie Squires.
0: I am not. No, I am not. I am no longer at Jordy Squires. You are not. What? I am not. not- oh, thank You've you, Laura, changed for changed me on there. Yes, I am no longer at Jody Squires. I am at John J Squires. That's J-O-N-J-S-Q-U-I-R-E-S.
2: Why have you gone boring?
0: Because I am. You've sold You've been
2: a shiller. You've been a shiller. Embrace embrace the weirdness. No one gives a shit what your social media name
0: is. Well, they might have to try and follow Jody Squires and realize it's not me.
2: Can I get that? right
0: now are you gonna take Jordy squires <laughs> <laughs> so if you want to follow me i'm at john j squires Clazo is at geordie squires laura is i <laughs> I'm, I'm not squires squires. changing mine
2: geordie. i'm just taking your one
1: yeah i'm at squires
0: geordie you can this doesn't laura. exist oh my god i can get it there you go. um laura is at laura low you haven't changed yours have laura you no. laura low and you can follow lagging behind on at behind lagging uh obviously every two weeks all podcasts and services Anchor FM. check us out on there um be sure to rate us five stars because we really appreciate that we need all the likes we can get that sounds like a really desperate plea for likes but that's not the reason but please, it'll be nice please please, please like yeah, us right. please socially accept us um Jesus but until
1: Christ,
0: until the next time we will see you later goodbye
1: bye bye everyone